Hi guys, welcome back to the new episode of this podcast. This is your host Razi and you're listening to SDPnior. This week I decided to start a new Facebook and Instagram page for the podcast because I realized that a lot of my followers in my other page are not interested in this type of content because mainly they're not estheticians and I don't blame them. They don't need to know about the aesthetic business, the policies and the things that I'm going to actually talk about in the podcast. So I decided to create a new page and just mainly focus on building the audience there since it would be easier for estheticians to just reach out to me if they have any questions and I would be able to connect with them easily instead of just having it on my other page. Okay, so today I want to talk about five most important things that you should keep in mind before going solo. Now, this is the stuff that I was not taught. I learned it on my way to becoming an entrepreneur. It took me a while, but hey, it comes. The first thing that I did was um, starting with a business name. Coming up with a business name was a very difficult thing for me because I was really confused. What am I supposed to call the business? What should it actually represent? But eventually down the road, I started realizing that your business name is not just a business name. It's the name of your brand. So the first most important thing you should keep in mind is your business name. The first thing, the first step should be actually coming up with a business name. Now, why it's really important to have a business name? Because it's, it's really mainly your brand it's the name of your brand that's how people are going to know you and when you do come up with a business name i think it's really important to keep in mind what is the message behind that name what is that you really want to convey what does that stand for you what is the meaning of it for you your business name should carry a weight and it should represent who you are as a business owner now for example the name of my business is razi aesthetics everything is about aesthetics and beauty i use my name razi my whole name is razi but I chose Razi because it, it holds a very strong meaning for me. Razi in Persian, in Arabic or in Farsi, it means uh, content, happy. I decided to go with this meaning because my motto is that anytime somebody comes in my treatment room, I want them to feel content with not just my services, but also with the treatment, with also what they get, also how their skin feels, how I make them feel as a person about themselves. So my whole business model was around being content and happy with your skin, happy with, with what you have. It's actually in the process of getting trademarked. Another slogan that I used was someone's best can be your beast. That's also being trademarked. And what it means to me is is that uh, you basically focus and be happy and be content with what you have instead of focusing on other people. For example, on TikTok, on social media, it's very common you see other people doing skincare products, using skincare products or doing different skincare stuff, you know? You kind of get like into the mindset of like, oh, I need to do this. I need to try their routine, which it just clicked in my mind that someone's best can be your beast. You never know something that you're wishing from somebody else to have. That could actually backfire and that could actually not be what you really want but in the process of being ungrateful when you're not grateful of what you have you can sometimes try to like want what other people have without knowing that that's not something you really need or you really want so that's why it's important to actually have a business name to know what it represents what it means to you what does it stand for and it should have a meaning for you as well now let's take an example of one, another company called mixed makeup it's by suzanne yara she's an influencer content creator and also she's a founder of the skincare line notorium co-founder actually not a founder only she's a co-founder of notorium now she is mixed she's uh, asian and 
also Hispanic. That's why she came up with the name mixed makeup. It's something that she explained herself that what actually mixed makeup means. So it really makes sense why she chose this name. It represents something to her. It means something to her. So she can have a story about that name. Same like I have a story about the name that I have. Uh, let's take another example of this uh, restaurant name Alinea. I really like this name located in Chicago and it's a very high-end restaurant. Just for one person it costs around like $500 just to get in. So it's a Michelin star restaurant but the name Alinea means the train of new thoughts. So the reason they named their restaurant Alinea is because their idea behind making food is not to just make regular food. Their food is kind of like an art. So I want you guys to go and watch Chef's Table and you can understand the meaning behind the name of this restaurant. My whole point is that you have to come up with a name that actually means something to you. Don't just pick any generic name, just whatever. Instead, ask yourself, what does that mean to you? What does this business mean to you? What is your message to your audience? What is that you want your clients to know? When you do have that, make sure you trademark your business name. Now, once you have your business name, my next thing, the second thing that I want to talk about is trademarking your business name. Please take it really serious because it has happened to me in the past and I was really lucky that this person actually shut down their business. It was still very stupid of me to just have a business name, Razi Aesthetic Care, but I didn't have any idea of that, oh, there might be another business with the same name. I wasn't aware of it. It was so stupid of me, but I don't want you to make the same mistake. That's why please make sure you do check your business name being trademarked if somebody else has already taken it or not. Otherwise, you will have the same problem that uh, Skin by Kim is having. I don't know why she didn't actually do her research and figure out that, hey, this name is already taken. Why do I have to do the same thing? But that's the biggest mistake brands actually make. You build a business, you build a brand, you do all your marketing, your logos, everything is going on and then boom, there you go. You found out that it's already been taken. That's very stressful if you end up in that situation. So just to save yourself a little bit of stress, make sure you're actually going to save your time and trademark your business. You can Google how to trademark. LegalZoom actually does help people to trademark their business names or if they have to file for LLC, which is my second thing that I'm going to talk. My third thing, actually, not second. My third point that is really, really important is to make your business legal. If you want to have a legit business, it has to be legal. You have to file for an LLC. Every state is different. You have to do a little bit research in which state you're actually going to have your business and that state, according to their rules, you should file for an LLC. What I did, I actually went with Inkfile. They take care of everything. I am not sponsoring them. I'm not affiliated with them. I'm literally just sharing with you guys. So feel free to try them or you can do your own research and see what works for you. For me, what worked was Inkfile. Their fee is really cheap. It's not that expensive. It literally took me 10 to 15 minutes to file all the paperwork. I filed for the LLC even when I was in Texas and in Oregon. Uh, when I was in Atlanta, actually, I went through one of my friends and his brother-in-law helped me out to file for the LLC. Best way to do is LegalZoom or Inkfile. Inkfile was a lot cheaper. So make sure you file for an LLC. And now the reason why I say is that, for example, you just have a home studio and you're like, you know what? I'm not that big business. I'm just starting small. I'll just take one or two clients here and there at home. Still, you're a business. You're doing a treatment on somebody. And when this person comes to your business and they fucking fall down or do some shit to themselves, then you are responsible. They're basically going to 
sue you and they can't. And if you don't have an LLC, they can actually take your money, your personal money, your personal assets. But if you do have an LLC, you're protected. Your personal asset is protected. I am not a legal advisor when it comes to taxes and things like that. I'm just sharing my experience with you guys. So please make sure you consult somebody who's a tax advisor or business advisor. I'm just sharing what I have done. Everything in my business from website to logo to editing to posting every single freaking thing i have done it the only time i hired somebody it was only for a marketing which i fucking regret and i'm gonna share that story in another time with you guys but seriously file for llc through ink file or legal zoom and save yourself from getting sued and save your personal asset after this the most important thing that i think is actually starting an account with most of the skincare companies my view about this is a little bit different i do not believe in just work working with just one company. I like to cherry pick. That's just me. I like to work with every brand, especially when I'm like, you know, my license allows me to open an account with them. So why not? I can literally just go open an account, test the product and see what I like from it. I absolutely support the idea of working with multiple skincare lines. But when you're initially starting out, and most of the time, these companies that do have opening or starting cost, please make sure you're not just jumping in with every company. I made a very big mistake. I started working with this one company, which I'm not going to take the name, but I didn't like all of their products and I spent $1,500 and I did not like the products. And I was like, I can't even sell these products because I'm not even into all these products. I made a mistake of just like purchasing everything all at once because they had an opening order. Now, that's why you have to be very careful when you're starting out on your own don't try to jump into like working with all different companies and be like yeah i want to work with this i want to work with that you also don't know what your market is how your market looks like what is your client base are they into expensive high-end products or are they into like low budget products you never know that it's really important your market really does make a big difference and sometimes when you are not aware of like who your client base is and you just like buy things it could be difficult to sell all of them if you especially don't believe in the company especially if you don't like it i had the hardest time and still right now i have the expired products of this company laying somewhere in my cabinet which i don't even fucking care but what i mean is that i should have done my research i should have like looked into the company first and also like test the products and see if i can get samples and then think about opening an account and putting like 1500 so i don't want you to make the same mistake that's why please make sure when you are starting out on your own go with companies that don't have a big opening orders especially glimat plus it's a very good company they are very education based and they do support their esthetician so i think if you're initially just starting out go with skin script rx or glimat plus educate yourself and see what actually is going to work and what is not going to work for you glimat plus is one of the companies that i really like i feel they have no opening order they have a lot of education on their website and once you do have enough clients and you're like you know i can start an account with another company that has an opening order of 1500 or two thousand dollars then please go ahead but don't just in the beginning be like yeah i'm just gonna buy everything from all the brands that way you're actually going to harm yourself you might not have enough savings your goal is to actually have enough savings so you can pay your rent in case if you don't have any clients so don't just waste your money instead just like focus on buying few products for back bar and few products for like over the counter for retail not over the counter for retail and that way you can just build it one by one you don't have to just buy everything all at once my last most important thing that I am going to share is 
start with a one-page marketing plan. There is a book, it's called One Page Marketing Plan. You should read that. I will attach the link in the description of this podcast. Absolutely check it out. It's a must-have for every esthetician. Why? Because it teaches you how to market yourself. What are the things you have to focus on? What are the things that you should avoid? More than a business plan, marketing plan is your going to be the most important thing, is going to actually help you. Because business plan is usually to go to your for example to the what do they call it i sometimes have these like brain farts that i don't even remember the name of the thing not financial advisor oh god lenders yes basically business plan is to get money or get loans that's why you want to have a strong business plan but your marketing plan is going to tell you who your audience is going to be what is their age range what is the type of like client base you're going to have who do you have to market yourself for all those things are really going to make a big difference so before you go solo make sure you do a research in your own area in the market and see what's going on what is my maiden salary in the area that i'm living what is people's salary well how much they make what is their like job how many males versus female all of these senses are actually available online on google you can literally just search it and find out about your area and see which areas are high paying which areas are low paying that is going to give you an idea now one thing i made a mistake about was i did not search the population now i can't change the population of oregon what i did research was the salary the maiden like income and all the other important details when I was moving to Oregon. One thing I didn't pay attention was the population. Population also does make a big difference. And that is something that I just recently learned. Now when I was in Dallas, Texas, Frisco has 188,000 population. Just Frisco, the area, the city that I was actually working, the, the area I had my business. But now the same thing area that I'm working now is called Wilsonville, Tualatin actually, not Wilsonville, it's in the border of Wilsonville, but it's Tualatin. And this area has a population of 24,000 people. You can tell how much of a big difference between Frisco and Tualatin is. So your population also does make a huge difference. So please, when you're opening your business, starting your location and finding out where you have to locate your business, you have to be very mindful of all these small little factors. It's really going to help you out in the future just to make up your mind which area your business should be which type of people you should market your your services to now for example if you're in an area where you have mainly older population and they don't have acne issues they're looking to just focus on like anti-aging treatments and you specialize in acne it's kind of like you're going to be in a disadvantage so I think it's good to actually do your research. I'm not going to say it's bad. At the end of the day, you can always treat those other skin conditions as well. But still, it's good to actually do your research ahead of time so you know what your market looks like. So these are the five most important things. There are a lot of other things, of course, but I could just add a few things right now and we'll talk about the rest in another episode. I hope you guys did enjoy it. If you did, please make sure you share it on your stories and tag me there. If you have any suggestions for me, let me know. I'll be very happy to talk about those as well i hope you're having a successful business thriving making money just stay focused stay positive till next time keep glowing keep growing bye